Today is March 6th. We're recording this on March 4th, but for you listening, it's March 6th, and the Yankees are still doing the spring training thing. We don't got anything to talk about. We're talking about whatever you guys want to talk about. Let's do it. Let's talk. Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore. Weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy, and I'm coming to you from the Bronx, New York. My co-host and good friend, Jake, he's coming to you from somewhere in Pennsylvania. More details on that to come. This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Eli Simon, Sean Foley, and Jake wrote hi underneath the name Sean Foley, and I read it. That doesn't count as a patron. The top two do. Thank you to those two people, Eli and Sean, for becoming patrons and supporting us. We appreciate you. They have access to the live show right now. The whole gang's in there chatting it up, waiting for you. They say your haircut still looks great, Jake. Yeah, no product today. Had to hit the road early from Joliet, Illinois. Been there. And a nice, another nice 12, 13-hour day on the road. Um, both days have ended like the worst part of the trip is the last two hours just because you've done so much and you're there and both times the last two hours of the driving day it started raining (laughs) so yeah it's brutal that's been nightmare mode so you Um, but i've done sorry go there again sorry no i'm good we uh i just told you we checked into the hotel and you know tensions are kind of high you're you're me and me and Jess are sick of each other at this point. Noodle's doing great in the road. Um, but we check into the hotel. We walk in with the dog, and the guy goes, oh, is that dog with you? And it's like, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> oh, no, we found it. Caught a stray. <laughs> Just thought we'd let it ride. Just collared um, it up and brought it in the car. Yeah, this is we, – he had a harness. So uh, the guy's like, oh, we only do service dogs. And we're like, well, we've got some of the BS paperwork. Should we do this? Asked his manager. Manager's fine. It came up as dog friendly on Google, so uh, I, I was I was ready to make a pretty decent scene for myself. If you're about to no you're about to tell that you're about to tell that guy to eat a bug. Yeah, he was he was gonna get some serious bug, and then uh, he goes, "There's a kick," and our live viewers on Patreon. And if this isn't a sell to get Patreon, I don't know what is. But uh, they gave us one of the old hotel rooms that has a jacuzzi <laughs> next to the bed. So I'll get that in the shop for the Patreon right now. Noodles running around in the background, too. Uh, so, yeah, girlfriend thinks I'm a creep. Uh, dog's uncomfortable. Moving to New York City tomorrow. Girlfriend knows you're a creep. Been girlfriend knows you. I'm a creep. Been dating you for a while. Oh, just lost your audio. I think when you were moving the laptop, it got jostled a bit. So I'll just talk a little bit. Jake comes on Friday and on Friday we will we're gonna have some PPPs to record. I am so excited to fully utilize this room and this studio. So me and Katie and BBD were in here 
trying to set it up, bought some new equipment, got the cameras rolling. I'm leaving on the on Thursday to go to Arizona for the entire day, and then we're supposed to walk in Friday morning and, and use it. So I'm I put them told them like, hey, get this done. Still don't have your audio, so we can pause for a little, make sure that comes back on. He's gone. Hopefully he comes back. Fingers crossed. Looks like he's coming back. He's back. Got me. Got your audio. All right. Great. So anyway, you'll be here on Friday morning when people are listening to this, and we'll be recording together. I'm so excited. We'll be all sorts of different different kind of zombies. You after a 24-hour whirlwind of an Arizona trip, me after four weeks on the road. I'm still wearing my Roosevelt's clothes because that's all I've got in my travel bag. I saw you still wearing it. I was like, what a nut job. Dude, I've been I've been full Roosevelt's because I came back. Dude, I thought I had an extra day and I did not. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, like I I packed all my clothes. So I've just I ran it back with the same suitcase. That's insane. Good for you. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah, ready, ready for the big city. I sent big baby David on a mission today. I called you because I was laughing. And David, if you're listening, uh, you did a great job. I sent him. Did like great, a, good, proud. Did of great. Him. Forty minute subway ride with the company card to go buy like a thousand dollars worth of equipment. Never done the subway on his own before. Company card, all this equipment, <laughs> uh, sink or swim moment for BBD. I told as soon as he left, I told the rest of the crew in the office like, if I was him, I'd be scared shitless right now. Damn proud of him. Did and good, I think uh, we have to. Uh, we should announce it again. But what Pi Day three fourteen? We're gonna be having a party at. Billy's or some ish, right? Yeah, we're having our office soiree for employees and family members uh, in the office to kind of kick it off. And then we're all walking the Billy's and we're going to celebrate with whoever wants to celebrate with us there. No charge or anything. We're just going to be there doing some toasts, having some fun. Maybe we dance and saying thank you to everyone who helped us get here. So if you're free you on us Saturday, there. March 14th at night, come through. Love to meet you and say hi. Kick off, or, you know, warm up Billy. Someone wrote that on the the fly. I don't know if that was Keith or Katie, but I like that line. Warm up, Billy. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say in bigger news, but it looks like someone just created an account that's called Fire Frog Hat Jake, which is me wearing the Fire Frog hat, and I made that really ugly face in one video. So New do you York spe- Jake's already doing well. How do you spell Fire Frog Hat Jake? It's just one word. Uh, all underscores in between fire underscore frog underscore hat underscore Jake. Yeah, we made. (laughs) So three following. I'm in. Got me hooked and talking Yanks. I don't don't know if that's an inside job or not. What else are they going to tweet besides that picture of you? I mean, just quality content, man. (laughs) <laughs> what are, are we doing voicemails is that is that what's up we're, we're doing voicemails but first i have to let you know i know you've been on the road and you've been yeah. you know just like driving i was gonna actually commiserate with you drive. because i've done cross-country trips before and you leave at like 4 a.m 5 a.m and the moment you're fine you're golden you're like i could do this all day moment yeah. it gets pitch dark outside and then your eyes start straining you're like fuck this get me yeah. off the road that's when it really turns sour but the good news jake 
Four innings pitched, two hits, one walk, zero earned runs, six Ks for J.A. Happ tonight. Hate to be the ugly guy that's been defending him all offseason, huh? Jake, I have just something to tell you. It doesn't matter, but I'm so excited. Doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter uh, at all. Um, I, I'm I am not practicing what I preach. Has everyone read the Lindsay Adler article? The, we talked about it last. Thing? We talked about it last episode. Right. But I I want to make all sorts of whip references with J Hap, and I don't know if people are going to get that yet. Whip it good. I did that last episode. You can't use that one. I already did it. Just looking straight whippy out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it does a pretty it. good. That's a pretty good baseball term. Whippy, yeah, feeling real whippy today. Yeah, I mean the Yankees posted a picture of his last throw, and it is whiptastic. Just He's, all uh, sorts of whip. But yes, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not practicing what I preach because I'm all right. in. Three fucking starts. We're looking at less than ten innings pitched in spring training, which doesn't matter at all. No, not at and, all. And. uh Hap's the real deal. So, excited about Love that. Love him. I, I blindly made a wall and stood on it, and now people are trickling in because we're, we have to because he's made himself our third starter. So, uh, yeah, join uh, join the JAH train. All right, we have voicemails. Luke went through them. He said there was 40. He had to cut it down to 25. He said there was a lot of voicemails over a minute long, and we don't do that. So, that was yeah, easy, easy pickings. So, here we go. Jimmy Jake, this is Joe, Pong, New York. Need you guys to settle a bet between me and my brother. We did over-unders for games played for all the funny guys on the Yanks. I think you know who we mean. But I'm going to ask you about one. T-Wade, I'm going over 80. My brother's got under 70. Let me know what you guys think. Go Yanks. The Tyler Wade episode hasn't been released yet, the PPP, but it's been recorded, and it was the last episode we recorded while sitting in the woods at Steinbrenner Field and freezing cold. Uh, Keith was showing me a little bit of it today. I don't remember any of it. Very loopy. I'm guessing we did an over-under in that episode, and I don't remember what we said. 80 games. I'm going the over because of... I was going the over because of defensive replacement type stuff. Like games started yeah. versus games are way different for Wade, I, in my opinion. But I think I'm going to go the under. Well, A, thank you for calling. And B, you made a classic tactical error with us because he said he had over 80. His brother had under 70. So I'm going 75 because if you're going to give me that gap, I'm going to take it. Why do they have a gap? I, you'd have to talk to them. I don't once, know. Once one brother goes over 80, why would the other brother go under 70? That's just kind of like, you hedge your bet a little bit, dude. He's giving you wriggle room here. Give me all that buffer all day. Um, yeah. God. Whoever, whoever chose second in that over-under is not smart. You know what? Let's just go over, right? We're already seeing the injuries roll in. And, you know, when decisions have to be made, Tyler Wade is still that 20. He's perfect for that 26-man role. He can run. He can play defense. You know who might be perfect as well? Tyro Estrada. Roselle Herrera. 
plays all three outfields. Oh, my God. You're on the Rosell train? I'm just thinking how Wade got fucked last year because he can't play center field, and Talkman took the spot. Herrera plays all three outfield positions. If he he has another good month, imagine, dude. That would be crushing for Wade. Um, But I think Wade has a spot still. It's all the injuries, where we're at with Tyler Wade. I, I He's going <laughs> to, one of your favorite lines, I think he's going to be a lingerer, man. I think he's going <laughs> to linger on this roster all season. Yeah. All right. Next step. Next question. Giancarlo Stanton, AL MVP, 53 homers, 115 RBIs, 290 batting average, comeback player of the year. It said you'll be back in May. Let's believe. Let's be optimistic. Uh, okay. Gonna be a- this had to be a very old <laughs> voice. <Dated. laughs> That's sad. That just shows how quickly it changes, man. Oh, that had to be a, a very old episode uh, that uh, producer Luke let slip through. <laughs> oh, damn it. I feel bad. <laughs> Next. I kind of got on the Sevy train, too, and that, that crashed instantly, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. John Boy, Jake, it's Nasty Nate from Nebraska. That's triple N, baby. All right, guys. I've got something that I need to say about Jose Altuve. Everyone right now is saying, well, everyone, the Correa Astros fans are saying that it doesn't matter that he cheated. It doesn't. I actually think he didn't cheat, right? He didn't cheat. He refused to do it. Here's the problem with that logic. It doesn't matter. If the guy hitting before you and the guy hitting after you are know what, what's coming, then your protection before and after you has just increased substantially. So the quality of pitches that you're getting are going to be much, much better. They can't pitch around you. they got to pitch to you because everyone else around you is getting Hitting the maze balls, right? So don't pretend that it didn't help you. It helped you. Judge should have been the MVP. Doesn't matter if you were for it or against it. Your teammates were, and that benefited you too, buddy. Yeah, agree with it all. I think uh, I think everyone agrees with that. I don't think anyone besides Carlos Correa and Altuve would say opposite. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty big if if you cheated, you were cheating to get yourself an advantage and you got it. Um and the only thing I'll I'll hype our guy Trevor Ploof about, he says he's he's a big advocate of the when you see your numbers on that scoreboard when you come up to the plate, you feel that a little bit. And like that call was kind of saying, I mean, you're getting more RBIs, you're getting more at bats with runners on base, you're getting better pitches to hit. And you've just got that confidence boost, man. I'm I'm raking right now. And I know a slider's coming. I, I think that would help. Hot take. Don't tell the analytics only people yeah. that Trevor Plouffe said seeing good numbers on the scoreboard makes you more confident at the plate, which helps you. Don't tell them. Can we start a robot baseball league for the nerds? I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm not interested. I'd watch. I'd I wouldn't, watch. I wouldn't. I'd watch. I wouldn't. Next. Hey, oh, John Boy Jake, what's up, y'all? This is Sam from Jacksonville. I'm uh, on my way home from work, and I got stopped by a train. 
So I figured, hey, I'm going to call Talking Yanks. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Uh, my mom's actually an Astros fan, so you know, I've had a fun off season. But anyway, my question. Oh, okay. Uh, train's moving, so I'm going to drive now. This is probably illegal. I don't care. Uh, anyway, uh, my question is, um, would y'all ever consider doing a live podcast show in Houston, maybe at a bar near the stadium or something, wear your asterisk shirts, bring a few trash cans for us to bang on? That'd be some massive, massive dick energy right there. Anyway, just uh, something to consider. Uh, peace out, y'all. I don't think people wouldn't be mean to us in person, so sure. Probably that one, that one loser radio host would probably like, Oh, he'd probably like gather all his friends to like protest or just be annoying and Yeah, I think you're underestimating people a little bit cuz you're right. If you met people one-on-one in person, they'd be fine, but no, if if Houston got wind that you were coming through and doing something, I there'd there'd be action. It'd be that one radio host and then a bunch of like crazies. Yes. Yeah, like that don't actually know anything they just read headline and yell yep okay that'd be bad that'd be bad probably not then yeah what's up boys jordan from boston sorry for two calls in a week but thought about this on the drive home uh aaron judge obviously mentioned how you know he's kind of coming down to the astros kind of being a little vocal think about this if he won the 2017 al mvp over altuve he probably makes a lot more money an arbitration this year rather than whatever he made. I think it was like $8 million. Probably makes over 10 So the Astros seating literally cost Aaron Judge millions of dollars. Think about that. All right, go Yanks. Later, boys. Yeah, I, that was my, like, first take to it. Uh, Judge lost out on money. I mean, that's probably why he deleted the Instagram post. That's probably why he is salty because he rightfully lost a couple million millions of dollars through arbitration, because if you have an MVP under your belt, that helps you out. Because the system's kind of dumb, but it does. So, yeah. Them cheating took money away from Aaron Judge. Fact. Yeah, there's there's a whole trickle-down effect. I mean, I, I've been on a... And enjoy him, New York Mets. You traded for him. Jake Marisnik, he has one good split of hitting ever, and it's 2017 at home. Um, dude's a really good defender. He's got like a 600 lifetime OPS. I think it might be in the fives without home in 2017. And did he take a major league opportunity from another center fielder that may never get the opportunity? I don't know. And then you do all the pitchers and yeah, judge got screwed. People got screwed. People got screwed. One more. And then a bunch more. After hey, that. John Boy and Jake. It's Mike from Conchahacken, Pennsylvania. Uh, so my question for you is who both current and all time, which Yankees do you consider to be the most visually pleasing to watch? And I don't mean in a, uh, Tyler hand, Tyler Wade is impossibly handsome way. Uh, I mean, for example, all time, I don't think it's any question in my lifetime that it's, uh, El Duque as a pitcher and Gary Sheffield as a hitter. So who whose batting stance swing wind up pitching regardless of results would you pay to see the most, uh, both current and all time? Go Yanks. It's a good question. And his his answers I'm glad he included his answers because they kind of changed my mindset on the whole thing because El Duque, right. if you if you go all time, El Duque is like like you don't need to see what happens. 
after he throws the pitch, just watching just a camera on him would be fun and interesting. So what's the question? Is it most, most entertaining or most aesthetically pleasing? Aesthetic, I think there's an argument that like El Duque or Gary Sheffield would not be. I don't agree pleasing. with. I don't think Gary's aesthetically pleasing, but I think El Duque is. I mean, El Duque is the pinnacle of entertainment. Him and Nestor Cortez, obviously. Um, I mean, aesthetically pleasing. I'm I'm picturing smooth and. Um, I mean, it's it's part of my me and my mother's infatuation with Bernie Williams is that he was smooth and he glided and he hit from both sides of the plate. And I think my mom was sexually attracted to him. Um, I think think that's I I think Wade's defense and base running, but not his hitting is probably uh, aesthetically pleasing, like watching watching a guy go first to home is probably the most what's the word I'm now I have like a semantic satiation that would, that would be Gardy Gardy or Wade is I think that's the most pleasing right. thing to watch aesthetically pleasing thing to watch is a guy go first to home and that overhead shot of the whole thing like that is right. beautiful to me so I that's so the those guys have a leg up there but as a whole overall player like judge dude I mean yeah. Think about the judge tracking down judge with the outfield assists, like his, those throws, those are incredibly pleasing to watch. And then if he does connect with a big swing, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, my brain's going very mishmash. It's like Bernie running in the outfield. It's maybe Tino. I mean, Tino's swing at the stadium was so fun. Like I'm just picturing that lefty, like, j- there's just no doubt. Um, like, that was very aesthetically pleasing. The running, you kind of mentioned some of the speedsters. You left out Jorge on the bases. Um, Whatever the opposite is, that's Jorge. Like, David Wells on a really hot day. Yeah, that's um, good. Dripping. Graham Lloyd just out in the bullpen doing his thing. How about Mike Messina's windup and delivery? That was kind of... Uh, pleasing to the eye yeah that is a little pleasing. everything kind of goes down then it goes up i see what you're saying there he, he lands um, in the perfect position alfasano i mean the stuff Gio urshela does at third base when he makes a nice play i mean that that does something for me so maybe mariano jogging in from the bullpen that's pretty aesthetically pleasing that's just beautiful dude that's a poem yeah yeah what was the poem again about that you wrote uh, here he comes to close the game. One step, two step, glove in hand. Here he comes to close the game. One step, two step. This game is over. You guys suck. I mean, you. I, I was really, really young when I wrote that. I was like, I, know, really I was a kindergarten were, project. I really thought you were setting yourself up for Hall of Fame, but no, you you left that part out, which really would have been a good end of the. It's poem. just the poem was him running to the pitcher's yeah. mound. That's all, you know. Right. I wrote that when I was in kindergarten, so just shut up about it. Don Zimmer kind of miss him seeing him on the bench. That was pretty aesthetically pleasing. Joe Torre, we're getting at. We're just naming visuals we like now. Nostalgia, yeah. I think that was the question, right? <laughs> uh. Tired of crowded grocery stores? Thrive Market is here for you. Offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine. Thrive Market brings you food as it should be. 
real ingredients, environmentally friendly, and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on thrive. Look out. Talking Yanks. Patty Mac. What's going on, fellas? Calling in. Got an idea. Wanted to run by you. I'm sure we can all get behind this. We're all kind of pissed off the Astros right now, but unfortunately, we have to wait until September until they come to the stadium. And you know what? In September, expanded rosters, we can throw a, a roster spot to old CC's way, sign them to a one-day contract, let them get on the mound, and give them the old that's-for-you-bitch. I'm sure CC would get behind it, cement his legacy even more as a Yankee. Let me know what you think. Always love the show, guys. That would be pretty cool. It wouldn't really hurt because CC doesn't throw that hard. And I think right. from the outside perspective, it'd be lame as hell. Oh, yes. Like, I think if CC does that, he's officially kind of a loser. There's some great entertainment value there. Because if the Yankees sign CC to a one-day contract. And he just hits people. They throw him on the bump. He's still injured. I mean, he's throwing. Maybe he's getting into the 80s. I don't know. The league would give the Yankees a warning and be like, hey, you can't just sign CC for a one-day deal to have him go out and hit the first batter to yell, that's for you, bitch. And then the Yankees still send him out there? I mean, that's must-watch TV, so I'm kind of in. But I'm not I'm not getting excited for it. Someone told us they think CeCe's coming back. Because why else would he have gotten the surgery? I think maybe his arm didn't work. He wanted his arm to work. Yeah, get the arm fixed. It, it'd be fun if he... CeCe needs an off year. But, like, if, if there was ever a guy that would be like... Yeah, I was really bored last year. I think I'm going to play baseball again. I mean, that would be CC. He said if he didn't get the injury, he was coming back as a reliever. After all year saying no chance. So that's fun. The damn cat. You don't cat. have another cat fight, though. It's, it, one of the cats is purring, and I don't like it. It's love. What's up, guys? It's Connor from Rhode Island. You know what? I've been thinking about the playoff format, and I have a solution that literally nobody could hate. It's really simple. We just expand the league. Two new teams, one in the NL, one in the AL. Split the centrals. Easy, right? Fuck this playoff format. Make me league commissioner. That's it. Go Yankees. Uh, He wants to add two more teams? And then what? I didn't get it. Two more teams and split the central? I don't know what... How does that help the playoff format? I know. I don't understand the – I don't know the cause and effect there. And I think the crazier thing is I don't I don't necessarily think that person's wrong. I think baseball, that's like a soon-to-come like goal for them is to add two more teams. So There's there's too many areas in the, in the United States that don't have professional baseball teams. It's a realization I had, and I'm upset about it. Sorry. Okay, moving on. Nashville. John Boy, Jake, you guys gave some bold takes on the last voicemail podcast I listened to, so I'm going to give you mine. Gleyber Torres will be the 2020 AL MVP. He will have 
over 35 home runs and bat above 305. He will be the catalyst for the Yankees winning the 2020 World Series, and he will become the new face of baseball behind only Michael Trout. Give me your take. Thanks. Bye. I'll sign up for it. I'm not against it, yeah. Uh, we did. We already posted our PPP on Glebe, and uh, I think the I think um, I think that the expectations are just wildly high right now. I don't. I think yeah. Labor. I think they're like the home run numbers. I, I just said this in the mini episode. Like, let's stop harping on how many home runs Glaber's going to hit and stop setting a bar. It doesn't matter. Um, just do what you do, Glaber. Like, you know. Yeah. Would all of that be fantastic? Yes. Do I have a feeling he's going to get better? Why not? But I am I am getting worried with how high expectations are getting for Glaber within Yankees fandom. And I think it's because yeah. a lot of the injuries are going on and like, all right, we got Glaber. He'll just do it all. It's a little bit of the the Gary Sanchez effect the year that they brought in Giancarlo and Judge. Everyone was like, you know what? I think Gary's the best hitter on the team. I think we even got roped into that a little bit. But that was we heard that from like five random, random people at spring training. Um, and it's basically something you talk yourself into. And I think that's what everyone's doing. It's not that Glaber can't do that, but he's also going to be 23 this year. And Guys, winning MVP doesn't just happen. Think about whatever you're picturing, they have to be better than Michael Trout, maybe the best player to ever play baseball. Um, so, yeah, I know injuries and anything can happen, but um, let's uh, let's see what Glaber looks like in his first full year as the Yankees shortstop. All right, cool. I'm interested. I'm excited to see what he looks like. Maybe he'll be great. All right, next. Hey, just about done talking about the Astros, but I see a lot of people are still expecting the commissioner to do something more. Not happening. So then people are saying, oh, put it on the players. They'll, they'll police the game. Here's an idea. Front offices, they have planned rest days for all, all their players. When Houston's in town, don't rest your guys. Give them your best shot every day. It should cost them, you know, at least two or three games in the standings. And I think that would be a way that, you know, all the front offices kind of get in and stick to it. They just want people to play hard against the Astros? Yeah, play your best players against Houston. That's basically Rob Manfred's punishment. Buddy. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. No days off for Houston. Let's make them play baseball against our best players. That's Manfred's punishment. That might have been Manfred. I think that might have been Manfred calling in. That might have been Bobby. That's uh That's a whole lot of nothing wrapped up into one thing. You know what? Let's how about you got you wanted an Astros punishment? Let's see him play this year. You think you can just cheat and not get punished? Here's the deal. 162 this year, you're playing against every other team, and they're gonna try to beat you. Take that. 
Oh, going to be weighed down by that ring on your finger, huh? Yeah. Suckers. Uh, hey, when you come into town. Try to get one past us. Hey, we're the Yankees. When you come into town, only because you cheated, we're going to try to beat you. Get ready. Sh- straight up. We're going to try to beat you, and that's your punishment. As opposed to all the other years, you're like, you know what? Let's just let Houston win. Have at yeah. it. So, I mean, I, w- I would I would say good idea, but I don't think it is a good idea. It's it's a good idea. It's a it's not a bad idea. It's a yeah. good idea. It's a bad thought. It's nothing. I am I'm excited for one the two players on Houston that come out and have a bad April just because that's how baseball happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to totally suck for them. And I'm excited for midseason when Houston has been hearing boo birds for four months because you and I got booed for a day and it it still had an effect on us. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for those as well. Nice. Look out. CD here. Happy birthday, Jim. Thank you. Aaron Hicks years old. Hope you had a good one. Before I get to my main point, you guys ever turn the TV volume up or down? by Yankees players' numbers. Like, if you can't hear, you want to turn it up to a Glaber. Or if it's too loud, maybe turn it down to a Guardy. Anyways, on Judge and his shoulder maintenance, signs are pointing to this not being a big deal, but here's my take Yankees fans will not like hearing. When you're a young athlete in your prime, like Judge and Jake, yep. oh. And you can't even get 100% healthy to start spring training. That might be more of a problem long-term than we would all like to admit. Pains me to even say that out loud, but he is a big dude. Just got to hope he's all right. Be thankful we got guys like Mike talking waiting to play next man up. Thanks for letting me talk some yanks. The judge injuries. It's getting weird. Like they're like he they're running through all the tests, but they, we don't want to say what the tests are saying. There was a rumor that he tore his pec, but they're trying to like actually see what happened, and I don't. That was like a very very unsubstantiated rumor. What the hell's going on, Jake? More it lingers, the worse it is, in my opinion. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's there's there's big men theories throughout sports. Um, it's mostly an NBA thing that you see guys get passed over or something happens because once those big bodies start to fall apart, they start to fall apart quick. Um, It's scary. Um, Let's see again, you know, it for judge, it started with that, uh, you know, that Royals hit by pitch. That was, that was a fluky thing. You know, that's not, that's not like you got hurt in the gym or something. So we'll see. Um, It's just tough. I mean, it's hard not to let your mind wonder to all sorts of different theories about what, what it could be but yeah i mean you know we know it used to be a common call on this show the when's judge gonna be a captain we haven't gotten that one in a little bit no. um so i don't know man scary scary times for a lot of big dudes on our team it it, it kind of sucks that opening day is like this arbitrary date like you know not ready for opening day it's like all right is he ready for is he ready for april like First week right. of April? Who cares? Right. But. Yeah, it is. That That is kind of bizarre because we really don't care in NBA or NFL if you miss the first week. No. Like, we don't care at all. Yeah. 
No, just this big thing. Opening day. Come on. Damn. Fellas, it's Bubak. Look out. Uh, I'm going unscripted here, which is not good. It's never good. I go unscripted because I ramble and I just sound like an idiot because I am an idiot. Whatever. Hey, so this is what I'm thinking. And I know you, I mean, you might argue with me. That's fine. We can argue till the death. That's fine, too. Um, but here's my thing. The, these injuries. They got to stem from somewhere, right? And it's not just because it's just a fluke and they're just getting injured. I I swear I think they're hitting the weights way too much. We're trying to get these guys beefed up so they can hit the long ball, which I think they can hit the long ball even if they weren't beefed up. Um, yeah, that's just my take. I I really think we're hitting the weights way too much. Not saying Nevin has anything to do with it because he said that, you know, he's, Turn the notch down with uh, Voight, but that's just something that, you know, A-Rod and Jeter and even the, the old guys, Mick and Joe and all those, they weren't big dudes. They weren't jack dudes. They just went, they just hit the ball, man. It, I don't know. Now I'm rambling, and I'm an idiot. I love you guys. Peace. Thanks, Bubak. Let's not fight to the death. A lot of people are saying this, Jake. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, just zero idea. I don't know anything about the body, weightlifting, being a professional athlete, or any of that. So, just do you think they're lifting weights too much? It's a common thought. Tough to say. Like, no... But could I absolutely see something in 10, 20 years where it's like, oh, the body's different and, you know, it's not. Yes, because that's kind of how society and life works. So um, I don't know if if the guys were healthy, we wouldn't be saying that. So like, uh, I don't know, like Mike Trout's in pretty good shape. I don't think he gets hurt a ton. Um, yeah. It's I, I don't know. It I, that was every Yankee fan though. I think we've all had those thoughts spinning through our head. Um not all of us are having them spin in Grand Island, Nebraska, which I drove through. Sorry I didn't stop by Bubak. Um be good. Keep keep the island safe. It's not an island. It's a lie of a name. Neither grand nor an island. What's up boys? It is Jordan from Boston. Saw Austin Romine with the Tigers with the fresh beard. Love it. Kind of feel like he should have had it all along. So my question is, which current Yankee, not counting Cole because he looks smoking hot with a beard, but which current Yankee do you wish was allowed to have a beard or facial hair? And then on the flip side, which Yankee are you very happy that you can't grow facial hair? Like, I'm pretty happy that you can't grow one because I don't think you can. I don't want to see any scraggly tubes on his face. But let me know what you guys think. Go Yankees. Jordan came to our live event at spring training and asked this question face-to-face. We had this conversation at the game. Thanks for coming out, Jordan. Thanks for calling. My answer was that you take that big old beard that Romine had and you put it on Luke Voigt, and he's a hipster brewer. Like, he's a hipster that he rides his motorcycle to the brewery and brews beer. Yeah, kind of Mike Napoli vibe, something like that. Yeah, but I don't think Voigt can grow a beard at all. Um, 
I think that Chad Green is a great answer for he's like, you know, I can't grow a beard. Don't no interest in it. Right. But maybe you could f- pull off some nice stubble. Yeah, I, what's jumping in my head right now, and I think it's his baseball reference picture, doesn't Mike Talkman have some pretty good facial hair on the Rockies at some point? Um, maybe it's not his baseball reference picture, but I, I remember seeing a picture of Talkie, and you're like, oh, that's a, that's a different-looking cat with facial hair. He kind of had, um, like, what I'd have, just like a bit of facial yeah. stubble. It was it was a beard. Um, the ones I, the ones I'm looking at aren't like beardy. They're just the face double. No, maybe you also have to figure who's talking. I what you have is also a beard in in my brain. In your brain, and uh, in the old school term of beard, this wouldn't be considered a beard. Uh, you don't think you have a beard? I mean, I do, but I think someone with a beard would say I don't. Like back in the day, a beard had to fall off your face, like. Those big old right. ones, but but then the pilgrims got here and they figured they figured out a society. Like for like us. what I have would just be called like stubble. Yeah, but I know I know I have a beard. I'm just saying there's some yeah. beard heads out there. Like I read a book right. on the history of facial hair, and, and, and I like, don't want the beard heads coming at you. So <laughs> yeah. I, I respect what you're saying. Maybe like um, I feel like we're missing. Wasn't there? Hoodie Glaber probably did. Was there a whole off-season facial hair thing? I feel like Anduhar. Yeah, 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 I think Hoodie Glaber did that. Didn't it, didn't it Anduhar? Gary had a little goatee going on. Oh yeah, all the all the Latin guys can grow great facial hair. Yeah, they get some good facial hair, and I I don't know. I just can't leave this conversation without us forgetting what Edwin Encarnacion looked like as a Yankee. <laughs> lasered his he lasered all of his face besides his chin strap, and then. I think you gave me fake heat once because I said we're going to look back at Edwin in about ten, five, ten years and be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and I think I'm already there. <laughs> I was there when it happened. Yeah. But then he was a sponsor for the facial hair laser remover in uh, right. Toronto. I was like, oh, okay. Adds yeah. up. What's going on, John Boy and Jake? It's Jonathan Jagger from Chicago. I live a block from Wrigley, but I'm a diehard Yankees fan since my dad from Jersey put a Yanks cap on my infant head. So uh, I'm a first-time caller, but two-headed patron for talking Yanks and talking baseball. Hell yeah. Two quick questions. One, is Aaron Judge clutch? I don't have any numbers to back up saying that he's not, but it kind of seems like he's not. Uh, He's done fine in the playoffs, but it only seems like it's once the pressure's off and not in high-leverage situations. So you guys tell me. Then question two, I feel like the questions are getting weirder and weirder each week. So I'm going to take it to the next level. Jake, if you got to carry one current Yankees baby, who would it be? And the reason I say got is because I feel like you would enjoy the idea of being with child. So let me know. Keep crushing it, you guys. Um, one uh, is so semantical. Um, is Aaron Judge clutch? I'll say this, and all the clutch stats that the analytics guys have put together are utter nonsense, just complete fabrication of a stat and misuse of the word clutch altogether. If it's 10 to nothing, but there's bases loaded and two outs and someone gets a home run, that's not clutch, but that's what those stats do. So if you throw that at me, 
Honestly, I can't believe that some of the analytic people even consider those real numbers, like the high leverage situations. Utter nonsense. Clutch only exists in the postseason. And then you can be like, well, that just means they're hot in the postseason. Well, that's pretty clutch then. It's a clutch time to get hot. So I hate the semantical arguments over clutch, but I'll throw my opinion into the ring. I don't think postseason clutchness is a thing, or regular season clutchness is a thing. Judge has a 9-10 OPS in the playoffs. He has eight home runs in 27 games. He's got a lot of good numbers. I don't care. Yeah, it's it's easy to get lost in, and if if you have an argument you want to make, you could spin it one way. If you don't, you could spin it the other. I mean, Mookie Betts has bad playoffs stats. Would I would I bet on him this upcoming playoffs? Probably because he's really good. Um, it's kind of an end of the day thing, right? Wow. And you you have to see how it lies, and because I I remember I think Lemayhew had great, like, I, I feel like he had all these RBIs that gave the Yankees the lead or something like that, but he also had a ton of RBIs and was just really good. So I think I think over the span of 162, you're right. It's it's hard to figure out what clutch kind of is. And then in the playoffs, I mean, that's, that's when you find out, and I think it's an end-of-the-day thing. Like, I think David Freeze in his retirement right now, he can – you know, he could have a beer at a bar and look at the guy next to him and say, I, I was pretty clutch, huh? Yeah. Um, so so we'll see. I think uh, for a lot of these baby bombers, we still have to see. And Noodle, if you don't shut up. Whoa, there it is. Uh, what Yankee do you want to carry their baby? Oh, that's right. Good follow up question. Judge, um, just make an athlete. No way. You think I want that giant baby inside of me? You got no nice way. hips. You got good hips. I mean, that's we could end every question with that. Um, I don't know someone who's going to be. I don't know. Higgy was really. Why don't nice you just carry? Us. Why don't you carry Wade's baby, and then you just have a replica of you and Wade? Yeah, I mean that gets really freaky after a while, you know. Then there's three of us running around. So I, uh, I, I don't know. I got to figure that out. I got to. I kind of got to look inside a little bit for that. All right, there you go. Nick from New York, fellas, in case you haven't realized yet, the Yankees have had some rough luck with injuries. My question to you is, who in the Yankees organization did what terrible bad thing that resulted in the Yankees receiving this terrible injury curse? And please, fellas, wrong answers only. What, sis? What was the question? So it's uh it's like it's it's a silly thing. Like somebody somebody did something like uh you know, Guardy j- drank Joe Boo's rum, cursed the Yankees. Um you know, Clint Frazier made out with his cat, cursed the Yankees. There you go. That was I don't really get it. Tyler it- Wade you know, admitted he looks like Jake and it cursed the Yankees. Is it just forced randomness? Is that what we're doing? Um, kind of. It's supposed to be a correlation, but... Well, what about the Kate Smith anthem? I feel like that's an actual correlation. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Great. I answered it. But that's a right answer. He wanted wrong answers That might be a right answer. Yeah. You like the wrong answers only thing? No. Okay. Glad we're... I knew we'd be on the same page there. Yeah, I feel like there... 
know what it is. I think there's it's a one out of tenner that something comes up and it's it's a good one. Like I, I think there was a bunch of I, I think there was like a Zion Williamson that was that was a really good one before he started that was just different chunky nicknames for him. But yeah, I mean you're you're searching for something. Nice. Next. Talking Yanks. This is Connor from the University of South Carolina. Got a question for you. We've had thumbs down. We've had uh, the Brett Gardner bang. We've had finger guns. We've had it all. What do you think the hit celebration is going to be this year? What do you want it to be? What do you think would be cool? Let me know. By this time last year, they had done the fours, right? Um, I already know, so I don't know if I can answer. Oh, wow, you do. You got the inside scoop, huh? Yeah. What is it? Do you guys want to know? Do you think people want to know? What is it? They're going to eat their bats after they get a big hit. Okay. Wow. Yeah, like corn on the cob woodchuck. style. Yeah. Full woodchuck. Yeah. 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 That'd be good. Yeah. That's what Sp- I've heard. Spit it out afterwards. Switch cleats once you get to first base. Spit them all out. I don't know. We'll see if they have a thing. I think they are probably going to wait till something naturally comes along. Like, thumbs down came natural. Let Brett bang came natural. Maybe they're deciding, hey, let's just let something naturally come. Yeah, I think you might see a couple Brett bangs early. People just finding their rhythm out there, and then they're going to pivot to something. If someone does that, they're out the loop. I think it's a creature of habit thing, Jim. Yeah, I don't know. Only Gardner can do it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I know what you're saying, but I think it's going to be a little creature of habit. Just swing it up a little bit. All right. Next. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? It's Amato out in California. Uh, I love Gary Sanchez's response to the Altuve walk-off home run uh, the other day. love how he said that the guys can rip his pants off if he hits a walk-off home run to send him to the World Series. My question to you guys is what would you guys do Keep your pants on, but how extreme, what's the most uh, extreme thing that you would do for Gary Sanchez to be the man who hits the walk-off home run that sends the Yankees to the freaking World Series in 2020? Um, I do quite a lot. I would probably run around with my pants off myself just to do that, to have that happen, but what would you guys do? What's the most extreme? Who's who? who who would run up to the other on this one? I know you're a big Gary fan, uh, John Boy, but I know Jake's also a little crazy, so I'm interested to see what you guys are willing to do. Yeah, Jake's already put his eyebrows on the line. If it comes to it, said he'd shave both, and that's something we're going to hold him to. As for me, true? what's that? I feel like that's not true, but but you're I'm not, not like positive. fully closed off to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. What would I do? I just like pray. I don't. I'm not a prayer praying man. Like if you yeah, guarantee, ch- would you would you go to church every Sunday for a month? Here's the thing: like it would guarantee that Gary hits a walk off to send the Yankees to uh, a World Series. No, it's after the fact. So if Gary does this, I will do this. Right. So it'd be like the the craziest thing you'd wager. Like you kissed your dog's butt. When Greg Bird hit that home run off Miller. Exactly. Something like that. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Maybe I'd uh, stand on your head, both feet, full weight. 
again, I mean, these are seeming more like me things than you things. I mean, it's hard to balance on your tiny head. It is. It'd be difficult. It's like a little ab workout there. Yeah. So you get a little ab workout. Um, God, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the problem with these is, uh, I don't have a ton of limits. Um, like, I don't know, like I'd take my pants off. Yeah. Oh yeah. We do a pants off celebration in the office. Pants pants might already be off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's getting a late night game, they're done. They're gone. If Gary Sanchez, Jake doesn't enjoy clothes. If Gary Sanchez, it's the home run to send the Yankees to the world series. I'll let five people do belly shots off of me at Billy's. Awesome. It's good stuff, Jake. And if they lose 10 people, I'll baby bird a shot into Jake's mouth as you're doing the belly shot off his belly. Oh God. It'll be a whole centipede of liquid going in and coming out of you. (laughs) I don't, Hey, don't think you know how the human body works. (laughs) I totally get it, dude. Um, and again, you made out pretty well there. (laughs) I'm spitting it into your mouth and then they're sucking it out of your belly button. It's going down your body, up your belly button. Don't talk to me about the body. Next. Hey, John Boy Jake. Uh, hey, John Boy, congrats on the, uh, John Boy for commissioner talk. That's really cool. Um, maybe you guys might skip this one because maybe it's not controversial yet, but maybe it will be later in the season. But I just want to know what the Yankees are doing with Clint Frazier. Um, Right now, it seems like he's the backup, 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 backup outfielder. I just think the Yankees might might prop a little more by just stealing him away to some team, maybe get some international cash or draft pick. Yeah, they tried to trade Clint at the deadline last year. Uh, no one, no one bit. Right now, with the out, with the injuries, not going, not going to. But also, I I think there's a lot of guys ahead of him on the depth chart. Maybe. I mean, it's looking hey, like he might be the opening day right fielder. He he may be on. Well, he's going to be on the opening day roster, I believe. He he's probably in the opening day lineup. Um, I think if we are being honest, and I think we've had this conversation with uh, more legitimate people than us, uh, the best case for probably both parties at this point is that you know there's some injuries. Clint rakes. He handles himself in the field well. He handles himself with the media well, um, which is important at this point. And, you know, the Yankees need whatever they need at the deadline, and Clint's a part of that, and he can go somewhere where he's guaranteed 150 games a year. Um, You know, is there also a best case where Clint comes out and he's incredible for the Yankees this year? Yeah. Um, And and I can root for that as well, but if, if it's everything on the table and looking at Judge and Stanton and what the Yankees are hoping for and what Clint Frazier is hoping for, that's probably the best-case scenario. Yeah, I think I agree. Summed it up well. Rare. Do a couple more. John Boy, Jake. This is Nick from Utica, New York. And guys, I'm sad. Real, real sad. Just got the Sebi news. It's my favorite player. Might even cry a little bit when I'm home, when I'm home by myself later. I'm sad, guys, and I need you to give me a reason to be happy again. Because guys, I'm, I'm in a bad way, down on the dumps, and I need you guys. Give me a reason. Thanks, guys. 
music still exists. But you like sad music. Yeah, but sad music makes me happy. That's a whole loop for a lot of people. Commiserating. Jim, I, I've got you. Do you mind if I set you up? Set me up. Why should this dude be happy? How about your guy, Jordan Montgomery? Oh, yeah, dude. And Hap. Oh, I mean, everyone's just like, the two, st- two studs. What's Monty hitting on the gun? 90 to 105. Facts. It does land somewhere in between there. Yep. Yeah, so that is a fact. They're going to trade for your second favorite player ever. There you go. Matt's. That dude who called is a huge Steven Matt's fan. That's a Steven Matt's fan. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got two more. What's up, boys? It's Tim from Chicago. Um, I got a facial hair question for you guys. Huge. Um, I know the Yankees, you know, you can't grow a beard. I think you can only grow a mustache. We haven't really seen the mustache in a long time, you know, since like Jambi and all of them back in the 90s or early 2000s. Um, my question is, who do you think would pull off the best mustache on the team? I know Paxton showed up with a mustache, uh, but besides him, I'm kind of thinking Guardy would have a sick one. You know, Paul's head, just a big, burly mustache. I don't know if he can grow a beard like that, though. But, uh, yeah, who do you think would look the best, and who do you wish could grow one? So, all right, love what you guys are doing. Bye. The 2015 Yankees or 16 Yankees did mustaches. Uh, so Gardner's had a mustache. Uh, Chase maybe Headley's had due, a mustache. Jim. Maybe maybe that's what we've stumbled into here, that the Yankees are due for a mustache season. Yeah, Brian McCann had a mustache that year. Uh, there's a lot of mustaches to be had. Well, I think it was 16 or 15. I mean, it's Chad Green with uh, Raleigh Fingers mustache. It's still something I need. Yeah. It's fantastic. I think it really helps them out, and it's good. Who would who would be the best person to have, like, the bad guy in an old French movie, like the pencil mustache, like, drawn on? Chappie. Like I th- okay. Might be tough to see how I'm picturing it. I guess he could dye it blonde or something. I mean, you put one of those tiny little, really manicured mustaches on Chapman, he gets he get he gets scarier. Okay. Especially if he's like a detective. I guess we're just living in the bullpen. The bullpen's mustache crew. Let's that- go bullpen mustaches this year. Whoever, whatever Yankees are listening, Clint, I'm sorry about the trade thing. Tell the bullpen it's a good bullpen mustache year. Yeah, that's fair. Last voicemail. Trumboy Jag, big Yankee fan from Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, Texas. I got three things. Number one, looking at this Torino's video from the World Series. I'm sorry, from the LCS against the Yankees, or whatever that was. Why does he spend so much time and effort with that piece of tape? If it's a meaningless piece of tape that flew off from the bat, why does he spend so much time picking it up, trying to put it in his pocket? I can't understand. Number two, the jersey off of Tube. I understand if he told Correa, whatever, the tattoo, his wife, whatever. How about the other 25 guys around him when he crossed the plate? Why did nobody take it off? Nobody ripped it off. Nobody. From all the other guys around him, nobody ripped it off. Did he pass out a memo? Does everybody know the Tube's wife does not like that? 
Third of all, it sucks. 2011 World Series, Rangers against the uh, Nationals. Adrian Beltre, one of the best third basemen of our generation, was a strike away twice from becoming a world champion. He never did. He retired without a ring. How do you think he feels about all this scandal? Thank you, guys. Go Yanks. Keep it up. Have a good one. Listen, there's no hard evidence, so it's kind of hard to harp on this, but the 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 Altuve, Altuve jersey thing is weird. The tattoo storyline, everything they've said about it adds up. I don't know why they didn't say it right away. Like in the ALCS, it's 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 print, and then by the World Series, he did get it touched up, and it's cursive. So the t- tattoo did change. He did post a picture of him shirtless on the beach where he blurred the tattoo out, so it that kind of proves that he is thoroughly embarrassed of it. So it, it somewhat adds up. It's still sketchy as hell. The Torino's piece of tape thing, everyone in Houston wants to say it's an authentication sticker. It's not. Look up an authentication sticker. Look up how flimsy an authentication sticker is. That thing bounced off the catcher's helmet. He was very preoccupied with picking it up and putting it in his pocket. Um, I don't know. Just weird. It's just a lot of weirdness. Like, in, in 20 years, whenever this comes out, and if there's answers, we're going to we're going to be like, ah, okay, but it, it's all weird. It's yeah. none, of, none of it is conclusive evidence of anything, but it's weird. For all my Houston fans that listen to talking Yanks, um, I, I'm almost rooting for it to be dumb and not cheating. Like I hope Chirinos had a lucky piece of tape or something. And he's like, Oh God, my lucky piece of tape. Um, but yeah, uh, everyone can wonder, including Adrian Beltre, which was a little bit of an odd example, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of players and former players, and again, I don't like going out on hot takes, but I feel like a lot of players aren't happy with the whole Houston thing. No, I think they're kind of mad. You know what? It's actually, I'm flipping. I think Beltre's pissed. Oh, I mean, they're real. You know why? You know who's, you know who's ripping. You know who's the most mad? Who's the most mad besides Adrian Beltre? The Astros, because now... Every team they play is going to try to beat them. Are you kidding me? That sucks, man. I mean, that's brutal punishment. Just unfathomable. The other team is going to be out there. Trying their darndest. Fielding. Hitting. That's the third one, yeah. Damn. It's brutal, Tough year in Houston. Yeah. Every team trying to beat them. Fuck. Hey, they dug they dug their own grave. <laughs> you know? You reap what you sow. Huh? You know? Okay. That's oh, the wait, end of the ep- Wait, I've Oh, this has never happened. I actually I've got a voicemail from my end. Okay. Yeah, I've got a voicemail over here, so I'll just play it. Hi, Jamba and Jake. I I'm just calling in the what the Astros they're Know what they have? They've got to live with their World Series ring and the other teams trying against them. So let's take it. Let's not go too hard on on them. Uh, goodbye. That person, whoever left that voicemail. Uh, one, thank you for calling in. We always appreciate it. Yeah. Two, you got to work on your voicemail game. Yeah. Three, great point. Absolutely fire. Great point, killer. The killers. What's your favorite killer song? Mr. Brightside. 
That's, that's, I mean, if it's not, I know some people, some Killers fans are out there probably like, everyone likes Mr. Brightside. I actually like, and then they name some deep track killer song to be kind of like, cool. It's like, get out of here. Your favorite song is Mr. Brightside. I, 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 I can't, can't believe I had to end the show on this rant. Have a couple adult sodas with your friends or at a karaoke bar and play Mr. Brightside and you tell me what happens. Yeah. Oh, I mean, your favorite killer song is Mr. Brightside, and you're not going to tell me otherwise. And that's the end of the Talking Yanks voicemail episode. Thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with another mini episode. Go Yanks. Tell them, Gramps. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>